Sluts and Scholars, a podcast for professionals who prioritize pleasure. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Sluts and Scholars is a podcast produced by Sluts and Scholars Media, LLC. It is a shame-free educational podcast made for your entertainment and informational desires only. The podcast, any opinions we share, and any resources, including social media and emails from us, are not therapy, medical care, or professional advice, and do not create a patient-client relationship. None of the information, opinions, suggestions, resources, or exercises mentioned in this podcast should be used without clearance from your healthcare provider. All opinions, information, and ideas expressed by the guests are solely their own. If you need emergency mental health or medical help, please call 911 or 988 or go to your nearest emergency center. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey, Slutty Scholars. Today, I want to introduce you to another show on the Pleasure Podcast Network. You may have heard them on my podcast already. They're my dear friends and one of my favorite shows. The double-teamed podcast hosted by twins Cammie and Nikki is on a mission to bring awareness to non-monogamy, kink, and sexuality and help make these taboo subjects more understood and accepted by our younger generations. Cammie and Nikki love to get honest and vulnerable with their listeners, discussing their personal experiences in open relationships, dating, dominance and submission, and sex parties. Find them anywhere you listen to podcasts and across your favorite social media platforms. Check out this clip from one of their episodes. Yeah. And so I was a professional switch. And um, and then before that, I think when I did have lots of fantasies, it was more as like thinking about either myself or other like women in submissive mm. situations. Yeah. And so I think I've always had the like the psychology of a sub as well to really understand what makes a sub tick and what really just like gets under their skin yeah yeah interesting because i think i definitely started more sub mm. and then mm-hmm. i you know ex- start started exploring more like yeah. switchiness and i i think i find a lot that it just depends on the person that i'm with and like the energy that they bring about yeah that will kind of dictate what energy like comes out of me mm-hmm. um and so that's always been kind of like a fun you know, aspect of my journey to kind of see. I think Cammy's very, very sub. Yeah. I think she Ooh. likes topping. I like to top. I yeah. like to top. Yeah. But oh, fun. I'm, I'm, I'm more submissive. And I, you know, I was thinking the other day, I was kind of sad because I, I was reading these books and I kept thinking, I was like, man, it's been a while since I've been a sub and I kind of miss it. <laughs> so I'm hoping I get back to it eventually. So. It's hard. You have to find the right person that you feel like can actually top you. And, you know, once if you're a switch, you also have standards of who you yeah. want to top you. And like, you know, and if you've been a dom, then, you know, exactly. How. I, I think all, you know, my next I, I don't know. I have a feeling that whoever I'm with next, like my next partner will be able to like dominate me in the way that I want to. Mm. So I'm curious, like for you and like in your journey because it's been like more professional mm-hmm. in what like in the subject of like other people and like the energy that they bring about us have you ever had like customers or clients where you're just like i'm not feeling this energy like i can't get into this headspace has that ever come up um sometimes i think it's yeah. really about chemistry right yeah. it's almost like you have to kind of treat it as though it's like 
dating, but a yeah. little bit different. But yeah, you have to make sure the vibe is right, that when you play together, it feels very fluid. For me, the metric of like a good sub or a good session is how do I feel at the end? Do I feel drained mm. or do I feel energized? If I feel energized, then I definitely want to see you again because there's something about our play that really just is additive. But if it feels like you're draining me and I feel super drained at the end of the session, then I most likely won't play with you again. I have a question. Do you Mm -hmm. require kink in your relationships, like your personal relationships? No, not really. I think, um, oh yeah. Interesting. Well, because it's almost like, you know, that Seinfeld episode of like, I can't remember which character, but he's like dating the masseuse and he's always like wanting a free massage from his like girlfriend who's a masseuse. And, and I'm just like, like, oh my gosh, it just feels like I want to be the opposite of yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, vanilla missionary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. vanilla <laughs> equals sounds great. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. But yeah, no, I I like playing around too with my partner. But I do think like I, I get my fill for sure mm. in the dungeon. I remember my ex Dom used to say, "There's always kink in my sex, but not always sex in my kink." Because mm. like he was someone mm-hmm. that really loved kink, and it was always like very much incorporated into. Um, you know, everything that he did like in his like sexual exploration, but, um, a lot of times like in his kink, there wasn't always sex in it. So, because sometimes we would have scenes where there was like no sex involved. It was just, you know, like the, the sensations of it or whatever we were doing for that scene. But, um, but yeah, I remember he was someone that really like in his personal relationships as well, very much needed it. So I always find it interesting to see, you know, kind of like for someone that does it on a professional basis, you know, Mm -hmm. how how it interacts with their personal relationships as well. So. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a partner right now? Yes, I do. Oh, and how yeah. do they feel about it? Yeah. They love it. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And they're always wanting to play in that way. And Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. And are they someone that has like experience in they that have, realm? Yeah, okay. they do have experience. They've actually seen some of my friends who are doms like before we even met. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Are y'all non-monogamous? Uh, we did have an open relationship, but I feels like it's kind of defaulting to monogamish like in the past year. But okay. I've been in an open yeah. relationship for a while. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I think Not, that's, you know, perfect. Like if it's just like fluid and what feels like mm-hmm. right at the time. Yeah. Not that most kink relationships are non-monogamous. I just, I do find that, you know, you see a lot of overlap between the two. Yeah, you do. Especially when Mm -hmm. you have switches or like people that like to like play with different genders and whatnot. And have you had Mm -hmm. like scenes or clients that are like both men and women or do you have like a preference in terms of what gender? No preference. I love playing with all. I love playing with men, women, queer, um, non-binary folks and couples. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What would you say has, I mean, my curiosity is like, what's the weirdest request in a scene <laughs> that you've yeah. ever gotten? The weirdest request. Well, uh, yeah, the, the one request that I think is the strangest that I even said no to was um, somebody reaching out wanting to be castrated and then having his penis cooked in this Chinese restaurant that cooks like, like in Atlanta or something where they cook like, uh, like animal cocks and in like Chinese style and then have me eat it. 
And so I was like, no, nah, I think I'm going to pass on that. Totally understand <laughs> oh that. God, I cannot that was believe- not what I expected. <laughs> I thought it was just going to be like, I don't know, someone peeing in my eye. But this is just... <laughs> That request is wild. Yeah. I feel like that requires like medical intervention. Like you would need a doctor to do that correctly. I think so. I think it probably would, would have required all of that if it was going to be like handled in a Chinese restaurant and I was going to eat it. Yeah. I don't know how they were wow. trying to pull that off, but it just felt like way too much. That like, is a room lot for things to go wrong. And yeah. Yeah. That, that yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. And what but, would you say is the most common Wait, I wasn't going to ask the most common. I was actually really curious to hear, like, is there one that, like, going into it, you're like, ooh, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. And then you did it. And then you were just, like, loved it. Like, okay, wow, yeah. that was great. <laughs> I do have one of those. One of my, actually, I have two subs now who um, like having their, like, balls nailed to a board. And what? <laughs> when I first did, like was attempting to do this, I was like, well, this just seems a little bit like crazy. And like, but he was also like a nurse. So he knew exactly what to do and like which areas to avoid when you're nailing. And so I felt safe to do it. And then when I was doing it, it was like, do you want to know what it felt like the like or is getting too I'm curious. Yeah, no, go ahead. I think our listeners will want to know. (laughs) Yeah, I want to know. It's like, um, imagine like, like nailing something that's kind of like a, a plum with a really thick skin. Like, you know, it feels like it's like hard to kind of like nail through at first, but once you get through that thick, like layer, it just like glides in really quickly. Oh, wow. And then you're just, just, okay, wait. Mm-hmm. Walk me through this. So this so is like Jesus, like nailing to yeah, a cross. Yeah, okay, totally, wow. Yeah. wow. So is it, and is it like a long nail yeah, with a like long, a hammer? A hammer. Yep. So it and just sounds like th- the sounds like a wood shop and yeah. And you go through like the, the ball ball. Yeah. The balls. Yeah. And this, how does this is affect their sperm? I think he's like, doesn't like he's okay with not having kids and all that stuff. Okay. And so, yeah. Is there blood? Yeah. Was there- There's lots of blood and like, and I think what made it okay for me is his excitement and the pleasure that he gets from it. Like every, yeah. with every like nailing, he's just like screaming, I love you. And just sounds like it's pleasure. And oh. so for me, I was just like, okay, if he's really getting so much pleasure from this, then I could also work my like mind around it to. Does he come from it? He does. Yeah. So it's just like, imagine blood come like it's crazy, like bath of like fluids. Do you have two (laughs) subs that like this? Yeah. The second sub doesn't want it through his balls, but just through the scrotum. Okay. Through the side. Okay. Yeah. And here I thought I was kinky. Yeah, I know. I was like, wait a minute. I feel vanilla as fuck after listening to this. I'm so vanilla after this. What? I just like like a little pee on me every now and then across the face. (laughs) Nothing, nothing too. And just a little spank every now and then. Just a little pat. I, but okay, I know blood, like when Kami asked that, I have an interesting relationship with blood because on one hand I love knife play mm. but I don't want to be cut yeah on the other hand I like if I see a lot of blood it does make me a little queasy yeah. however like I my 
two doms that I used. It was a couple. It was a male and a female. They were both pro doms as well. Yeah. Um, and I just remember like anytime I was on my period, I'd go over there and I'd be like, hey, guys, I'm on my period. And they're like, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> if anything, they would like make a mess of it. And I loved that. Oh, my God. That's so hot. And like and sometimes I still like when it comes to knife play, I'm not there yet. But sometimes I still think about like what it would be like to maybe like go into, you know, uh, drawing blood with it. Yeah. Um, I'm not there yet, but like it does make me curious. And so like when you said that, like when there's just like a mixture of fluids and like I like the mixture of fluids. Mm-hmm. However, I'm still like working on that relationship with blood because it's kind of it's an interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's still edgy. Right. Yeah. And I feel like with knife play, you you know, a lot of knife play doesn't draw any blood. It's just no, the, yeah, the just the sensation of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. At least that's my favorite piece yeah. of it. What's the aftercare like for the ball nailing? <laughs> for the ball nailing, just like putting like some pressure on it with like some rubbing alcohol and gauze and making sure that the blood just stops. Wow. Does it swell? Does it I have swell? so many questions. Um, it doesn't swell too much. Yeah, it just has like some punctures to it. And wow. Yeah. That was a teaser from the Double Teamed podcast, another show on the Pleasure Podcast Network. Listen to your favorite twins every Thursday, wherever you listen to podcasts, and check them out on social media too. They're on Instagram at Cami and Nikki and at Double Teamed Podcast or on TikTok at Double Teamed Podcast. If you need to see the twins to be able to tell their voices apart, you can listen and watch them on YouTube as well. Sluts and Scholars, a podcast for professionals who prioritize pleasure. Sluts and Scholars is a podcast produced by Sluts and Scholars Media, LLC. It is a shame-free educational podcast made for your entertainment and informational desires only. The podcast, any opinions we share, and any resources, including social media and emails from us, are not therapy, medical care, or professional advice, and do not create a patient-client relationship. None of the information, opinions, suggestions, resources, or exercises mentioned in this podcast should be used without clearance from your healthcare provider. All opinions, information, and ideas expressed by the guests are solely their own. If you need emergency mental health or medical help, please call 911 or 988 or go to your nearest emergency center. We hope you enjoy the show.